Today we're going to talk about the mystery of God. And this is inspired by a song I was listening to today. And we're going to listen to this song at the end. But I want to start off with prayer. And I want you just to give me the next 15 minutes of your time. I'm so happy that each one of you are here. And I want us to get into what is the mystery of God. Another word for mystery is secret. The secret of God. Let's pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus asking you, to tell us your secret. Reveal to us your mystery. We want to know you more. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you're in 1 Timothy, can you all say I'm there? Awesome. Look at your Bible as I look at my big Bible. It says, beyond all question, the mystery of godliness is great. He appeared in a body, was vindicated by the Spirit, was seen by angels, was preached among the nations, was believed on in the world, was taken up into glory. Paul is a man, and he's writing a letter to Timothy, who is a young man that's pastoring churches. Timothy is pastoring a church in a city called Ephesus. Now, Paul himself was a Jew. He was very well studied in the schools of those days. He knew a lot of theology. That's the study of the Bible. And he's writing this young man, Timothy. And instead of Paul just getting really deep and describing all the things that Jesus is, Jesus is, he says, Behold the great mystery. He doesn't go on like the book of Revelation does, giving you chapters upon chapters of what heaven is like and these six-winged angels and uh, streets of gold. He just starts off by saying, beyond all question, the mystery of godliness is great. And I want you to think about that because you know what happened in my Christian life? I tried to explain God all the time. And I don't know if you've ever found yourself doing that. Sometimes it comes up in conversations like this. Maybe somebody doesn't believe in God, and they ask the question, how can there be a God and yet evil in the world? Anybody ever heard that question before? And then all of a sudden, what do you find yourself doing? Trying to explain who God is, right? Well, God loves people. He doesn't really want it to happen, but the devil came, and and we chose the devil, and now the devil's here creating evil, and God wants to stop it, but he allows us to have a choice, and you're trying to go that direction. And then maybe they'll say something like, Well, why doesn't he just beat up the devil, kick him off the planet, and make everything all good again? And then all of a sudden, you're kind of like placed in this corner where, like, you're trying to defend God to somebody. You ever feel like that? I mean, I've done these radio debate shows and Internet shows, and I literally feel like I am the sole defender of the Christian faith. You ever feel that way? Like, you're on your job. And like nobody around you believes in God. And they're all looking at you. And now you have to explain the toughest questions of life in in the 30-minute lunch break that you have. And it has to make them feel good. Otherwise, they're not going to believe in God. And Christianity is a lie. And everybody is just going to leave and go to hell, you know. And it's like all going to be your fall or something. Dude, look what Paul said. He said, beyond all question... The mystery of godliness or God's character, that's what godliness means, God's character, is great. So when you and I are put in these corners trying to defend God, you know what we need to stop and first of all do? Just say, man, it's a mystery who God is. It's just a mystery who he is, let alone how he operates. Say, I'm just a man. And that's what I want you to be able to see today. That there is a mystery in God. In the 21st century, we want to, you know, have discovery shows. And I love discovery, man. And it's like, you know, uh, you know, the, the deadliest catch. Anybody ever watch that? And like, now you know what it's like for them to catch snow crabs. Okay? Like, if you never knew what it was about and you always wondered, now you know. 
And there's these other shows, like, like I was just watching one the other day. I'm like a History Channel junkie and a Discovery junkie. And there's one on the History Channel about how Chinese people back, like, in the third century made, like, iron and steel and all of this. And we always want to know and put everything in a box and say, oh, aha, that's how that works. Let me tell you what Paul is telling you right here. You're not going to be able to do that with God. You're not going to be able to put God in your box, have a little half-hour documentary on him, and be like, "Uh uh-huh, that's how God is. No, Paul is telling this man, Timothy, hey, dude, the mystery of God is great. You know what I want to bring back to you today? The mystery of God. The mystery of God. Now, what is a mystery? If you you think about a, a movie today, what we call a mystery novel or a mystery movie, it's normally a movie or a book that has a plot that is very intricate and the, the main outcome of the story is hidden, right? And it's a mystery. It's like a whodunit. And it's going to take you through the house and you're going to watch different people's lives and, and it's like a whodunit. Anybody ever watch Lost, the movie, uh, the TV show? Okay, I guess I'm all alone now. I love Lost, by the way. Lost is like the greatest TV thing ever. I don't even know where to go from there. But just pretend you did watch Lost, okay? If you watched Lost right now, if I just put in the episode of Lost, most of you would be lost. You'd be like, yeah. You'd be like, what is going on? What is this black mist that comes out the, the, the jungle? Why are they having flashbacks and flash forwards? Why uh, do these others, people call the others, have children, uh, but they die and all of this weird stuff? But you know what? It's a mystery. And you know what? I love watching Lost because it really makes me think. And I've got to find out who this character is and who that character is. And every time they do flashbacks and show you more depth of the character, I get really excited. I'm like, oh, yeah, now I get to learn about so-and-so. I want you to think about God this way. You're not going to grasp him in one day. He is not going to be a half-hour TV show. He's not even going to be like Lost, a five-year season. You will not grasp him in your whole life. Think about that. If you spent your entire life Just trying to understand who he is. Not even trying to understand what he does. Just trying to understand who he is. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, the three are one. Just trying to understand the Trinity. Just trying to understand what's going on right here. He appeared in a body that the Son, who was a spirit before he came here, Jesus, who's always existed, took on a body, left heaven, came on this earth. He was vindicated by the Spirit. That means the Holy Spirit assisted him. He was seen by angels, preached among the nations, believed on in the world. And then he rose from the dead, watch, ascended on a cloud to heaven. You think you're going to figure that out in one church service? You think you're going to figure that out, some of you who start reading your Bible in the book of Genesis? I'm just going to start in the book of Genesis. No offense to that, but I love new Christians. They're like, I'm going to start at the beginning. And then after like four chapters in Genesis or they get to Leviticus, it's like, oh, I can't figure this out, man. Well, let me help you out. Even if you read the whole entire Bible and you were like Paul and you were like extremely smart about God and you could speak Hebrew and Greek, the original languages of the Bible, and you spent your whole life like a monk in a monastery and did nothing but try to understand how Jesus existed before the virgin birth, came in the form of a man, lived a life, died, crucified, buried, rose again from the dead. If you think you'd understand that in a lifetime, you wouldn't even do it in a hundred lifetimes. The mystery of God is great. I think it's time that we spend our life searching to know who He is. Think about that. Spend your life 
searching to know who God is. You begin to read the Bible, and what do you find out who God is? God is love. You could just spend your whole life just understanding how awesome God's love is. Another place the Bible says God is holy, his perfection. There are people right now, scientists, I met one yesterday, great guy, he's a Christian brother, studies biology. That means life on a, a micro level. He looks in microscopes and he sees life moving, you know, these little atoms and molecules, and he loves it. I know some of you here might be like that, and other people look at you like you're crazy. Hey, we know you're not crazy, you're just a little different, and that's okay. And you like, you know, the flagellum and cells and all of that. But listen, what if you spent your whole life studying the one who made the cells? If you and I, just think about this, look into a microscope and we find something called DNA that is so complex that we right now in, are only in, in science able to really dissect 1% of what a DNA strand is. And if we could write out all of the information in a whole DNA strand, it would fill up all of the books in the libraries of the world. That is how complex DNA is. You all understand this, right? Some of you have been to school and it's like, yeah, I forgot that stuff. Help remind me. I'm trying, okay? DNA is so complex. The information, the codes, would fill up all the books in the library. Now think about the one who made that. It's a mystery. Why have we felt, and I'm going to start with here in the church, why did we feel we had to defend him? You don't have to defend him. He spoke his word to us. Believe it. That's it. You say, well, I have questions. Well, spend your life asking him those questions, not asking your buddy next to you. Not asking the atheist professor that you may have in college. They're just going to confuse you even more. I want you to think about how great Jesus is just for a few moments. Jesus is accepted by all the major religions. Did you know that? There is no other religious figure that is accepted like Jesus. Buddhism, Buddha is not accepted in Christianity, Judaism, Islam, etc. But Jesus is accepted in Buddhism. The prophet Muhammad is not accepted anywhere outside of Islam. He's not accepted in, in Buddhism or in the Hindu faith. But Jesus is a prophet in Islam. Are you all with me? The Hindus believe that Jesus is an incarnation of their god, Krishna. And they play on that name, Krishna and Christ. And they say it actually means the same thing. Jesus is so awesome that he captivated the attention of the entire world. His name is the most popular name in the whole world. His writings, his teachings, which we call the New Testament, the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, are the most read books in the entire world. And Jesus Christ has more worshipers, more people, uh, you know, ascribing worship to him than anybody else. But yet people today in 21st century America want to take his name in vain throw him to the side and say his Bible's a bunch of lies. And they want to pin you in a corner and get you to try to explain him in 30 minutes to them. Don't fall for that. Don't let people try to convince you that Jesus was just a mythological character like everybody else, and they can explain him away on their little documentary, their little Da Vinci Code book, explains him away. He was just a man. He ran away and had Mary Magdalene as his, as his wife and had babies somewhere else. No, don't let people try to take away the mystery of God, number one. Number two, I want to challenge all of you here to get captivated by the mystery of God. I want to challenge every one of you here to get into God more than you would. Lost. Your favorite TV show. Your favorite friend. 
Because the depth of Jesus Christ is deeper than anything else you'll ever imagine. Think about all the things we like in this earth. We like music. Why? It makes us feel good. It, 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 it inspires us. Jesus Christ will do more for you than music will ever do if you begin to live a life for him. Think about some of us here who love knowledge, going to college, getting degrees. If you begin to study Jesus' word, the knowledge that Jesus Christ possesses is the greatest knowledge you'll ever have in this planet and it's the most satisfying. Think about another thing that people desire in life. They desire love, right? Love from a husband, love from their children, etc. When you begin a relationship with Jesus Christ, you will never find the depth of his love. It is so deep. And the Bible says you can search your whole life and you'll never find a greater love than that. Think about all of us here who love adventure. We love rock climbing, video games, and we, we love extreme sports, want to go skydiving. Think about how exciting Jesus Christ is. He ascends to heaven on a cloud. He says one day he's going to come back. He's going to rule this earth. He says now we get to preach his gospel and cast out devils and heal the sick. How much more exciting is that than all other things put together? I want to ask you a question. Is Jesus still a mystery to you, or do you just treat him like he's just... You know, oh, yeah, he died on the cross. Here's, here's that little cross around my neck. Yeah, I celebrate Christmas. Or does he still captivate you? Does he still get your attention and, and, and just bring out the desire in your heart to spend time with him? That's what rocked my world this week. Because as I began to listen to this song, and we're going to play it in just a moment, and as I began to read through the scriptures and I looked up the word mystery, I began to see, that I let people take away the mystery of God because I thought I had to explain them. And then I could see that even as a pastor, because I preach about him so much, that I put him in this little box and I said, here's, here's my Jesus. Here's Dito Jesus. But no, I want to find the mystery again. And I want to start peeling back the layers and start getting more and more in love with him and know him more than I've ever known him before. I want to challenge you to do that. I'm going to ask everybody to bow their head and close their eyes. I want you to find a quiet place in your mind, in your heart right now. And I want to ask you, just as we're sitting here tonight, to begin to ask the question, is Jesus a mystery to you? Or have you gotten so used to him that he's just old business? I want you to think about that. And I want you now to begin to ask him this question. This request in your heart, Jesus, show me your mystery. Because you know what? The thing about lost is if you watch it, you'll understand it, and you'll start to catch on, even though it's so deep. But they'll begin to reveal more and more to you. And the thing is, you have to want to know God. And if you say to him, Lord, begin to reveal your mystery to me, he will begin to do it. He'll begin to show you things of himself every single day that you've never seen before. And as we said at the beginning that you couldn't grasp God in one lifetime, I want to say this to you, and this may blow some of your minds when you think about it, you won't grasp him even for eternity. All of heaven's pleasure is summed up in this one phrase, you will know God and be known of him. For all eternity... He will still be revealing mysteries of himself to you. Let's just pray that simple prayer right now. Father God, I ask you to reveal the mystery of who you are to us, God. God, I pray today, God, that the, the person who's been a Christian for a long time and it just kind of gets mundane, Lord, that they'll come back to a passion for you. 
the one that's sitting here, Lord, and maybe they're not really a Christian, they're kind of checking out this this thing called crossover, and Lord, they're not really deciding about you yet, and they're thinking they've heard all this about you from the college professors and their friends. Lord, I pray they just throw all that in the trash and start off their journey today of getting to know you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. As this song just plays, I'm going to ask that we would just meditate on Jesus and let the mystery of God capture our hearts again. You're a mystery, like poetry, like a parable, a rhyme or a riddle. You're a mystery, wrapped in the clouds, shouting so loud, just waiting to be discovered. You're a mystery. many today want to search God out? Isn't that wonderful, man? We get to spend the rest of our lives just searching out God, man. I mean, that's an honor. I mean, I am a pastor. I get paid 
to wake up in the morning, fall on my knees, and just be like, Jesus, show me who you are. Those of you that have come to know the Lord, and most of all of us here are like 30-something or younger, you get the rest of your life to search Him out, man. You get to know all about Him. There's people on the streets that think they know Him. They don't know anything about Him, man. And you get to know Him. Don't let people try to take that away from you. The mystery of God. And as you know Him, you're going to fall more and more in love with Him. I want to end with us singing a song about how great our God is. So would you all just stand with me tonight and let's just worship the Lord with this song.